Happy New Year, everybody. I want to welcome everybody to the, I guess, the first episode of the 2022. It's been a great kind of Christmas break or holiday break and um, kind of, I guess, starting the day on the first. And I went, you know, running this morning, which is kind of my, my. I wouldn't say New Year's resolution because I don't do those. I, th- I, I, I tr- tend to live in the now. And to be honest, the previous ones I've done never kind of come to fruition, which I'll explain more in this episode. But, bef- you know, before we start, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, you know, beliefs, expectations, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for everybody listening is, how are you feeling right now in this moment? And again, really dive in on your emotions, on your feelings and take your time. Ask yourself how you're feeling. Ask someone else, how are they truly feeling? And not, not the kind of robotic response of I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Because I, I do that too. And then you kind of fall in that trap. Take a step back. Every time that someone asks you, how, how are you? You know, how was your, you know, it was good. Express yourself. Allow yourself to express. And, you know, I, I want to thank everybody for the, the incredible support of last year. You know, I think it is like, I don't know, 60, nearly 70 episodes in. So we're really kind of diving in on us collectively and consciously and you know lovingly kind of and i hope now we're kind of on the patterns or at least setting patterns for a healthier you know mind body and 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 spirit and really working on our mental state and ourselves and and understanding that we are the creators of everything we are internalized creating everything externalized to the finite detail and once we have that accountability then we can kind of really take that power and transform and create consciously let's dive in on kind of you know the the kind of new year's resolutions i mean i spent for christmas and and for the holidays i was in yosemite and it snowed and it was beautiful it was like super super fresh you know it was cold as 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 anything out there but but i never felt cold i felt super warm inside you know i spent it with my younger brother and his wife and and her family and you know my my daughter was there super excited to kind of see the snow for the first time and which wasn't you know the 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 grove which was the kind of foam that they have every year at christmas where it kind of fake snows and she loved that but this was something super super special and, and expressive and it just felt like a really really good trip and i felt so relaxed i felt kind of you know i wanted to shut off completely from the kind of researching the podcast the kind of education the kind of mental state and because you know when you step into a kind of a spiritual space you can overthink things too you know something happens or something that comes in you're like where did that come from why did that come to me why am i seeing this why am i the attractor for this and we can sometimes get too deep and 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 i feel like life isn't that deep i mean if you kind of know the true powers of manifesting and all this, the, the, the kind of magic within the universe, then life isn't something that's linear or one thing is many things. And, and, and I feel like within me internalized, I've probably lived many lives to get to this position I'm in now of this awareness. And the fact that we don't die, you know, we, we keep coming back or we keep wanting to learn things. We keep wanting to evolve. We keep wanting to do these type of things shows me that maybe it's not that deep. Maybe we're just here to express and, and feel and, own our feelings or, or at least understand that we are accountable for them. Another uh, pivotal period in, in my life, actually, my daughter transitioned from a crib to a, to a kind of a bigger bed, you know, a twin bed. And that was 
so beautiful to see the kind of, cause I'm learning every day from, from my, you know, my daughter and how much she lives in the now. There is no yesterday. There is no tomorrow. I'm hungry now. You know, I want this now. I, you know, can I have this, this, there's no, and if she has a tantrum, you know, I let her have it. You can express yourself. It's only when we stop expressing it, it manifests into something that is unhealthy, but expression of the emotions, which I've already spoken about in podcasts, you know, the love aspect, if you express love, if you, you know, sex is an expression of love, just as many other things are, you know, um, being nice to someone, being polite, being kind, caring for somebody, that's an expression of love. This is what this falls into the spectrum. And she transitioned into this kind of bed, this bigger bed and watching her kind of how quickly she takes to it is it was it was the evolution of her. And it's incredible how quickly she's picking things up because there, she's not dwelling on, I, I would say, bullshit or, or the kind of fear element of everything that we have in our lives. I feel like the fear comes in through, you know, the conditioning, whether it's our parents teaching us we can or can't do something or us having to be someone for someone else. It's all these kind of things. She doesn't have any of that right now. She's kind of living in a completely free space in terms of mentality and in terms of who she wants to be. There is nothing that's getting in her way from that. Maybe we are somewhat, uh, you know, uh, by things she can and can't do, or, or the, the the general consensus of keeping her safe. For example, we I took her to the the park um, yesterday actually, and I I was I, I mean I've been teaching her for a very long time about the road, or the as the street in America. And cars and, you know, they can be dangerous. I mean, they take you from A to B and you're always safe. And that's the mentality that you have to be, you have to know that if you remind yourself, I do all the time, I get in the car, I'm safe. I get out of the car, I'm safe. I'm walking down the street, I'm safe. Not in the fear element of it, of the expression of trust within myself. And it's trying to maintain that kind of teaching with my daughter to know that you shouldn't fear the road, but also cars can hurt you but you're also safe. It's such a kind of fine line between all of them, but knowing that she should trust herself to be safe. And, you know, we sat on the side of the street. It was this kind of like, it's like a, like side, side streets of like houses. And, and there was these two rocks and we sat on them. We, we, we conversate. My daughter was like, can fully conversate. And we're talking, I'm talking, telling her about safety and, you know, you are a magnet for, for everything in your life. And, you know, you can attract anything you want just as easy as you can track anything you don't want by the thought process and by, by you, you're the magnet. And even I would sit there and I would, I would give her these type of things. And I'd say, you know, the, the, what we were taught is stop, look and listen. That would be the, the safety thing for cars. And she, she stood up and she put her foot on the road and just to look at my reaction, this is how smart she is. And I was like, you know, inside I was freaking out, but I, you know, I tried to be calm. I said, is that, is that a safe thing to do? And she, and she looked at me like, is it? <laughs> and I was like, well, did you stop, look and listen? And she said, no. And I said, exactly. So is that safe? And she said, no. It's very, I mean, the, what we treat children like they don't understand what we're saying, but they absolutely do. And they understand everything better than we do because they have it figured out. We're the ones who are still trying to figure shit out. And, I, you know, I study her for her manifestations of when she sees something and it appears in her life whether it's gifts from other people or people bringing stuff around or any type of stuff, because she lives, I mean, kids are basically mini Jesuses or mini Buddhas or, you know, midi Mohammeds or midi whoever. They are the, I would say the flat line, the line that is the, the, the powerfulness to manifest in an instant. They are that we are like the up and the down. We're not, we're not there 
we are the resistance, I would say. Whereas the kids are the, the flow of energy, the flow of love, the flow of, you know, whether it's fear or whether it's anything else. They're very honest and truthful within themselves. And we need to get back to that. So I guess, you know, that was just kind of what I've been up to. And how am I feeling? I'm feeling positively op- optimistic. I, I, I know what I have to do this year. I'm going to consciously create or co-create the things that I want to do. I'm going to focus on the joy of it, the happiness aspect of it. I'm going to focus on the family aspect of it, the love aspect of it. And I'm conditioning myself to do that. It's going to take some time, but I know what I have to do. And I cannot allow, again, with the whole, the great thing about New Year's is you can, I mean, we're reinventing ourselves all the time without you, whether you know it or not. The difference is we have to have awareness in it and consciously understand that we are creating. And once we understand that we are creating, you can do it consciously. So, so, you know, the new year is a great way to kind of recreate who you want to be right now in this moment. It's a great new start. So, so we, we come up with all these kind of, you know, new year's resolutions, which I don't know if you do take it up, but none of us do. For example, my, my resolution, I don't know my resolution. What I want to do is meditate every day for 365 days. I want to do that. That's, that's kind of the space I'm in now. I want to grow. I want to evolve within myself. I want to you know, shed the kind of outside noise, which I've allowed myself to become, which I've allowed into me, into my consciousness. And I want to get rid of all that and, and really explore who I am deeply in, internally. And, you know, I've, I've spoken about atomic habits and everything else. So when you come to a new year's resolution, I don't know whether it's to exercise every day or, or eat healthier or, or any spectrum, you know, grow a business, do this, do that. We are habitual creatures, so we fall into the habit that we've previously done. We can change for a few days or a month or, or you know, a week or so, but then we, what happens is we fall back into the same patterns and it becomes the same thing again and again and again because we are habitual to, to doing that. And that's the same way with feelings and emotions. When you constantly feel like shit within yourself, it's very difficult to break that mold. And when something makes you feel good, it doesn't resonate deep with you so then you revert back to feeling like shit again even though it's something positive so we have to now break the habitual patterns or break the molds of all those things and we do it by being consistent for example um you know I, when i was away at yosemite one of the the people that were with us like they want to start going back to the gym and i'm and i sat there and i was like well what's going to keep you at the gym and you know he said it's, the gym's super hard and i said well go and make it easy Go and make it easy. Go for 10 minutes. Go as hard as you possibly want and then leave. Come back the next day. 10 minutes. Come back the next day. I guarantee you after a few weeks, and who the fuck can't do 10 minutes in the gym? Come on. If you want to. And what will happen is it becomes an addiction. And and it's the feel-good factor of that. You're actually enjoying it instead of it being mundane. So, you know, because people go back in the gym and they're it's difficult they want to sweat out everything they've eaten over the, the holidays and you know all the alcohol all that type of stuff i know i do but the problem is if you don't enjoy it it's going to go away it's very difficult to create a habit from something that you don't enjoy or, or in, the, in terms of the exercise aspect of it so we now have to break those habits and the same thing with emotions you have to f- force yourself to feel good or figure out what makes you feel good if it's stroking cats that makes you feel good stroke cats every day if it's you know Walking your dog, which you which you should do every day anyway, but anything you enjoy, put that in the way of the bad habit. But it has to be consistent. It has to be for a certain amount of time. If we do that with emotions, for example, I used to smile in the mirror every day for you know three minutes, two minutes, 
because we can say five minutes, but it's five minutes is a fucking long time when you're depressed and anxious and all these other things. But if you do it for a few minutes a day and every day and you start whittling down, this is the dumbest shit ever. And then you start smiling to yourself and you're like, wow, I'm really taking myself too seriously. And that's the point. You kind of unravel the bullshit or, or the conditioning of everything else and you just let go. We also, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity as well to kind of, as I was saying, to reinvent yourself in the new year to become new. And I always think new is such a great thing because it's like getting rid of the old and stepping into the new. But we have to stop leading with fear. We have to transform fear into love. And we do that by living in the now. Because, so for example, in the new year, you're going to start a new business. But you're going to be basing that new business on your experiences of the, of the businesses you've tried to put out or tried to do before. And that's the fear element. You're leading with fear. You have to be a new, it's a new experience. Factually, it's a new experience. Yes, you have experience of, you know, creating, and again, I'm using examples, creating businesses previously, but you, what you're doing now is new. It's not the same thing. You're not the same. You're, you statistically, factually, you have changed. Selves have died and reborn. You know, you've learned new things. You, you've evolved, you've evolved. And this is why this podcast is here to consciously evolve. And it's, just, it's the same thing of doing anything. You know, some people could have an, a new year's resolution to be happy or to be happier. So we, all we have to do is focus on the happiness aspect of it, not what makes you happy because you end up in the same conundrum of the, the cycle of I'm doing this because it's going to make me happy. How about you be happy because doing it will come anyway. And, you know, it's, just, it's the same aspect, you know, because I, I used to sit there and be, you know, I feel excited. I feel so excited. And then I'm initially leading with the love aspect of it, the kind of universal aspect of it or the practical aspect of it. And then the fear starts creeping in. But what if I'm not good enough? And you're like, oh, shit, I've done this before. And I failed many, 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 many times because I'm basing my failure on past experiences, even though factually it's a new experience. So how can I base that? And then what happens is you start leading with fear. I'm not good enough. Am I good enough? I'm not good enough. I've done this before. I failed and I fail and I keep failing. I don't know what to do. And then you start going back into the old habits of what you used to do. And this is why we're creatures of habit. We have to break, we have to break that mold. It's the same thing. When you lead with the fear, you attract everything to do with the fear element in your life. So if you fear starting a new business, you're going to attract, because you know what you attract, you fear. You're going to attract untold elements to counteract your business to strike more fear into you that's how the universe works now if we're consciously aware of that it can't happen because you're consciously moving in a place where you want to be and i I, you know i'm actually in between two books which you know conscious evolution and the seat at the soul beautiful book and there was a an insert there from oprah this really resonated with me and I felt like I needed to hear it because I don't want to fall into the same, the mundaneness or the, the same cycles, the same business moves, the same this. The, I really want to step into the kind of freedom aspect of it. I don't have to work for money. I want money to work for me. And that's the kind of the, the abundance spirituality I'm trying to push out and I'm trying to develop within myself. But she, I mean, Oprah was saying that when her show started and she owned her own show and, you know, the Oprah show and all that type of stuff... Once reading this book, and, and I guess the author's been on her show 37 or 38 times, which is incredible, she would then set intentions in her production room. So, for example, what we're going to do next week's show about, and then the production team would all come up with ideas and they'd pick the best ideas or, or 
And then that would be the show. And they do that all the time, creativity, uh, creatively. But then Oprah said, forget all that. Let's come up with great ideas and set intentions for why. And I was like, wow. It's almost like, you know, because, you know, I run music labels. I have my own music label and I have artists on there. And we put releases out, but we never really sit down and powwow why. Not the how. How is irrelevant. Why? What do you want out of this? And I, and I haven't done that in ages. Generally, I haven't. Why do we do anything? Has I mean, this is a fucking simple, such a simplistic way to live. I'm going to the store to buy food to eat. That's the intention. Right. When I'm starting a new business, what's my intention? And it's okay. And Oprah was saying the same thing. If you bring an idea and it's to, to boost ratings, you feel this is going to boost ratings and create the show and make it bigger, all that type of stuff. Great. There's nothing wrong with that. That's honest. That's an honest intention. That's the outcome that you want. And when you step into a, a, um, a consciousness or an awareness, then you can dictate the outcome because then it becomes an expectation. But you have to train yourself to do this. It's the same thing of, you know, when I, for example, when my wife was pregnant and we were living in a small apartment, I knew I had to buy a house. What was my, and I wasn't consciously aware of the intention of it, but I knew I had to buy a house because I needed more space for the baby. That was the intention. That was the why. Not the how was I going to buy the house. The how showed up because I put trust within myself to deliver it creatively. And what happens? Asking and so it shall be. But now if we can be conscious of what we're putting out, fuck, we'll be unstoppable. And setting an intention. I'm not talking about like, you know, because I used to write intentions and all that type of stuff. But then I turned them into appreciations, like a list of appreciations for example, I was working on some catalog deals and I would write, thank you for those catalog deals. Thank you for closing those catalog deals. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And then they came to fruition and I've stopped doing that, but I need to get back to it because I, I need to get back into that space. And, and, and you know, for, for people who have kind of been alone this, the, the, these holidays and everything else, you should know that you are enough. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I felt like I'm, I'm not enough and I'm, sometimes I still do on, on occasions. I felt like it, you know, before I went away, am I doing enough? Am I enough? Am I providing enough? Am I, am I in a space where I can be enough? And what happens is the universe gives you situations to make you feel less than enough because I'm operating from a lack of. Now, when you switch it around and you say, I am enough, of course I'm enough. I am doing enough. I'm going to be enough. And you start changing the mental state of that mindset. Guess what happens? You'll start attracting into your universal space more situations to make you feel like you're enough. Because you are dictating your now, your future, your past, everything is you. Such a powerful place to be is the, the accountability and the realization that you are a super powerful being creating your whole entire existence. And you'll start attracting abundance into your life. An abundance of you. Abundance to make you feel abundant. And as I said, fear is a natural emotion. And if we have to transform fear. And it's okay to fear. It's okay. It's a natural emotion. It's a very natural emotion. And when it's expressed and allowed to pass through you, you know, emotions are just emotions moving. That's all it is. It's just moving. It's constantly moving, constantly moving, constantly moving. And we have to get into that space. It's up to each and every one of us to move forward and express our emotions and really decide on what you're doing, what you want to do. And I feel like the intention aspect of it is really going to help that. 
why you know for example why am i doing this podcast because i int- i want to create a collective consciousness of positivity of beautiful human beings who can express themselves emotionally who can have open conversations who can can essentially be there for each other whether it's online or in person or anything else and who are consciously aware that they are creating their whole existence and again it's such a beautiful place to be in once you hit that spot and we can all get there 100% but the thing is there is no there because you're always going to evolve once you hit that plateau I call it leveling up. Once you level up, you'll want to level up some more and you'll want to level up some more and you want to level, but it should be a fun, it should be a fun game. Life should be a fun game. It's too, we took too serious on it. And again, you know, I want to thank everybody for their support and I wish everybody a happy, happy 2022. And I really, I'm going to start bringing some more guests on. And I, uh, the reason why I haven't, I, I want to be really strategic about who I want to be on. And I, you know, I only bring on people who I, uh, uh, who inspire me or aspire me to, to, to be and do better. And, and that's the kind of headspace I'm in. And that's how we should all be in that headspace. To, 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 to feel better within ourselves. To know that we are better within ourselves. To know that we love ourselves. To express love inwards means you express love outwards. Peace.